podcast guru, Greg Huntermark. Yo, 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 Greg Huntermark, guru podcast, Toledo, Ohio. How y'all doing out there? Test, 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 test. Yeah, we live, we live, folks. We live on February the 15th. February the 15th, day after February the 14th. Aha, love. That's what we're going to talk about. I've been wanting to do this for a little while. <laughs> it's after. That's all right, man. Love is a... Is an everyday moment, everything, every now, right now moment thing in everybody's life. A lot of people are seeking it. A lot of people are, you know, feeling the the, the, the absence of it. We're going to help you with all that in a little bit. But yeah, we're going to also talk about the fact that our parents up to 150 years ago, they chose our significant other. So we're relatively new at this, and we're going to break this down a little bit here in a second. But Guru, I want to tell you a little bit what's going on. Uh, I, I've got the mojo going, man. I'll tell you, I got the mojo going. Back in December, I got two photographs accepted in the Dirty Show. If you're not aware of the Dirty Show, you want to check it out. It's a Russell uh, Industrial Center up in Detroit, Michigan, 2022. It's a two-week. It always goes on right by Valentine's uh, week. It always happens Valentine's week every year. Like I had a good friend text me this morning and said, man, I'm going every year. It's a great, great time. And we went Saturday night. We took a bus, uh, a limousine bus up with about 15 people and just ripped it up. As you can see, my voice a little ripped up from singing. And then, of course, we had the Rams game on Sunday. I'm a big Rams fan, so that's why I sound like I sound. But it's sounding good to me, I think. (laughs) I'm always sounding good to me. And that's the way it should be. But I had two photographs accepted. I got that mojo going. You know what mojo is, folks? I don't know if you know or not. It's a string of small fucking successes. And I did it. I did it. I got some strings going. I got them keep going. I got some mojo going. So my photographs were accepted. Went there Saturday night. One of them sold while we were right there. It was just too fun. It's a great show. Uh, it's a great time. And it was that was a great experience and very humbling to see all the other art with my art standing next to it. And uh, so that's been a lot of what's going on. That's part of the mojo. And I think I want $100 on a scratch-off ticket. Then I want a $500 scratch-off. Then I want another $100. So it's, yeah, you know, it's like I just feel the feeling of winning all over me. Favor. You want to talk about favor? This is mojo too, favor. In the art show, as soon as you walk in, you turn into the show. The first wall right front and center is, is my picture. I mean, now that's from fucking favor. All my friends said Wow, Greg, they really must have thought something of this photograph to put it right there. I said, oh, isn't that great? And uh, so my photograph was right front and center. That's the one that sold, too. The other one is a great photograph, too. Uh, I'm believing for that to sell. Somebody did sell me it later. It did sell. I didn't get back to look and see. Well, I did what, uh, it, it, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but needless to say, this is the mojo. This is the string of small successes. This is what I got going for me right now. Fo- doing a lot of photographing, meeting a lot of new girls. I like that like to keep it spicy, keeping it moving. And that's what you should be doing in your life too, man. Keep it spicy, keep it moving, man. I planned this whole thing in my mind with the, the dirty show, being in the show, having friends and going up there and just feeling the feeling of success and sharing it with people. I think that's important. Like I said, Saturday night, you know, I, I, it'll be lonely at the top, man. My success is going to help you. I mean, I want to I wanna help everybody. I'm going to bring everybody along. I, 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 bought, I rented the bus, you know what I mean? I put the food out. I bought the booze. Why not? Let's celebrate. I mean, they brought things too. Everybody brought things. Nobody was greedy. And they all tipped the bus driver too, or the you know, limousine driver, bus driver, <laughs> bus driver, bus driver, the limousine driver. So they all tipped him. So that was that was really cool. So yeah, we had a great time. That's what's moving and shaking on Guru Podcast. Check me out on Instagram too. G Hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R underscore 
photographer, all lowercase, man. You got to check me out Sunday. I got the ism going, talking a little bit about church every Sunday night, dropping some spiritual truths here and there. And uh, yeah, and my photography, you can check out my art. That's what you want to see, man. Want to see beautiful women? Check out my fucking art. They're all beautiful. They're all beautiful. Yes, they are. As Shakespeare said, she is woman. She is to be wooed. She is beautiful. She is to be loved. And he's talking about a woman. Shakespeare said it best. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the fact that prior to 150 years ago, I mean, 150 years ago, our mother and father picked our significant other for us. And we've relatively been only doing this for 150 years. So we're relatively new at what we're doing. Let's take it a little easy. Let's take some deep breaths and let's figure this out. <laughs> I got, I've got a couple of things I'm going to share tonight that might help some people because perspective, when you see the perspective and you get a different perspective on things, it will help you. It helps you play the, see the playing field, the chess match, the game. Aha. And who doesn't want to win? I sure as fuck don't want, I sure as fuck want to win. So understanding that we've only been picking, we, we, we maybe don't know who we're picking. With. Uh, I like Andy Warhol said, uh, it's better to fall in love with our eyes blind. Ah, isn't that interesting? It's better off to fall in love with our eyes blind. This is true because our eyes deceive us. Think he's someone so beautiful on the outside, but they could be so ugly on the inside. Isn't that interesting? Because it's not what on the outside of a man, it's what's on the inside. Same thing with the woman. Where are we at that way? You know, our mom and dads, did they know best? Well, they helped us take one thing out of the equation, insanity, because love is a form of insanity. And when you fall in love, you're insane and you do stupid shit. You know, it's like my friend said, the neighbors are, you're blind, but the neighbors aren't. Love is blind, but the neighbors aren't. You do some stupid ass shit because you're insane. And you think, oh, and you think, man, that's the best guy, best girl for you, man. There ain't nobody better. Ha, hell no. I remember going through some shit in my time, breaking up uh, the divorce. And I met my uh, a gentleman, I was going to church at the time, and he came up to me and he said, dude, get over it, move on. I thought, how fucking insensitive bastard, you know? But he was right. And I took it, I, after I, I, I thought about it, thought about it after, you know, for weeks after what he said to me, struggling my ego, feeling bruised, felt really bad, and uh, got over it, and I'm glad I did. I th- and, I, and now I see a lot of people stuck. It seems like a five-year cycle. People get stuck in a five-year cycle with the wrong person. It takes them like five years to figure out that that person wasn't right for them. You just wasted five fucking years of your life, man. What a waste. And I've wasted five of mine. I know that. So we got to quit wasting time. And we got to know right away, hey, is there red flags? Quit ignoring them. Quit ignoring them. See them for what they are. But like I said, if you're insane, you can't, you know, you, you don't see them. There's a form of insanity. That's where you have to take guidance from other people around you too. If you have good friends. But I remember this gentleman uh, telling me this, and, and I want to be a good friend to people. I was a good friend to a gentleman that I seen yesterday. He came to my place of employment and talked to me, and I hadn't seen him since I, talk, uh, since I talked to him, and I could not believe the, the difference. Uh, and what I'm saying is, what I'm talking about is this gentleman. Well, I was buying weed off him at one time. <clears throat> but he seemed to be really, really kind of like always needy, always wanting me, my attention, always wanting me to come over. And I'm like, dude, you're just my drug dealer. You know what I mean? My, <laughs> it's all good. You know, I got my buddies I hang out with, but you know, I went my way, way over and hung out with him a little bit, went to a 4th of July party, <clears throat> kind of stopped buying weed from him because of that reason right there. And then Michigan became legal. So it was really easy to just go across the line and get my weed. So um, <clears throat> went and did that. And uh, he was always kind of texting me, oh, man, why aren't you coming over? Why aren't you calling me? Don't you love me? And this and that. And I'm like, well, dude, wow. 
okay, you know, or I'm sorry, busy, I'm busy. And I was, I'm all, you know, I ain't got no bullshit excuse. I am really busy. <laughs> you know, I work a full freaking time job. I run, a, I run a two, uh, two uh, stores, uh, 65 employees. Uh, I have the, the podcast, I have the uh, studio photography. I have my life, my personal life, my family life. Yeah, uh-huh, I'm busy. So uh, there was legitness to what I was telling him. But uh, out of a sudden, uh, during COVID, his uh, girlfriend passed away through COVID. A sad situation. Um, and, um, you know, I was consoling him over the phone, of course, with COVID going on and so forth. And I was doing this for a while. And um, after about six months, I could see, you know, three months or so, four months, I could see that, okay, this is going to be an ongoing thing because this is the way he was before. And now it's going to be amplified because she's death and he's going to play the victim. And this is what we fucking do. We tend to play victim. Poor me. Whoa, me. Doesn't everybody love me anymore? Doesn't anybody love me? Please. I'm lonely. Help me someone. Lord, why don't you send him into my life? (laughs) God can't steer a fucking parked car lady. (laughs) So there you go. So needless to say, um, he, um, <clears throat> he uh, was calling on a regular basis, and I had the I, I I did what the what the gentleman had done to me. I I dropped the truth on him, and I told him he was going to struggle with his ego on this conversation. But uh, it is what it is, and he needed to get it fixed. You know, because you don't really want you don't want to repel people in life if you really you know you want good people and you're a good person and and he has a good heart. I know this, and I told him I said, but you want to be able to draw that love in. You know, not repel it away from you. And a lot of people do. We push love away from us based on the fact we don't believe we deserve it. We're not to, we don't uh, think we're good enough. Um, you know, we were told we weren't loved enough when we were younger. And whatever the case may be, you need to get in there and get that fixed. You need to see what it, what for it, what, it is, what it, it is, what it is. You know, it's like my nephew told me one time, he said, you know, my dad was really, you know, had a slow, low, you know, sex drive and, and some men do. And, and I didn't know this and, you know, but he did. And then the boys all, you know, the boys are kind of like, we don't really give a shit. You know, we don't, you know, they're not really moving, you know, they don't hunt. You know, and we, you, know, you gotta have that, you know, you gotta have that kind of like hunt in you to find a woman, I guess. But on the same token, you gotta let go and let, you know, you do have to let go and watch things happen and let things be drawn to you because you are a magnet. It doesn't mean you don't, when you get an invitation by the universe to go somewhere, you go there because you may meet that particular person. You have to be, so God doesn't, you know, can't, or can't steer a parked car as far as that goes. But yes, you have to get out there and meet somebody. But, you know, I was real real with this guy and I couldn't believe the difference from me being real on the phone with him and he accepted it. We talked, I think, uh, well, he had, I'd seen him one other time and I could tell he was doing a lot better. But yesterday was just a huge difference in who he was. I could tell he was more grounded, more at peace in who he was. And these are the things that we have to do if we want to be more attractive. We need to be more comfortable in our own skin. We need to be more peace at peace with ourselves. We need to understand that we are the it. We're the it. Who wouldn't want it? You know? And if you, you have to bring things to the table, though, too. You have to understand that you are bringing something to the table. If you have nothing to bring to the table, then how you have the confidence? Where does the confidence come from? If you're not doing anything for yourself, with yourself, by yourself for yourself you know how do you build that confidence to be able to do that you know and i think a lot of people the 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 happiness is inside job and i've got a a podcast out on that 
You know, if we really want to become something to attract something in our life, we want to be that magnet. You are a magnet attracting the shit into your life. And that's based on what you focus on and what you feel. And if you're always feeling, playing the victim, and you're always feeling that you don't, you're not worthy enough, if you don't feel good enough, if you, if you don't feel like nobody loves you, well, fuck, nobody's going to love you, man. <laughs> I like what Neville Goddard says. You know, he put, ladies should put a ring on their fingers, lay in bed and feel the man hugging you from behind visualize it and feel it and know that you're being loved and that you're married and just go to bed with the sleep every night with that feeling of the wish fulfilled that's the secret right there did you hear what i said the feeling of the wish fulfilled it's like it's already happened that's the way you have to do it but you know again we're living in this you know whole thing we need to get honest with ourselves you know we can't be bringing shit to the table like we're bringing to the table you know, and we have to understand that we, when you fall in love, is a form of insanity. Oh, we struck it finally, or I found it. You know, it's a fork, and you know, it's like lose all common sense out the door. It's not good. It's not good. Number one, we need to work on ourselves. We need to make sure that we're whole. Love yourself. You know, like you love your neighbor. You know, most people don't like their neighbors, so they don't because they don't even love themselves. And how do you love yourself more? What are some of the ways to love yourself more? I think the key way to love yourself more is to get rid of the shit shitholes that are in your life that aren't helping you. Yep, I said it. Mm-hmm. The shitheads in your life that aren't helping, bringing nothing to the table, just the drama they bring every day that you're attached to, you know, that every day it's the same old, same old, you know, where are we drinking this weekend? What are we doing? Um, even family members. I mean, I know there's family members, even family. I, I'm very, very, when I visit my family, and I do, I love my family dearly, uh, but I make sure I, I do it in just, you know, small portions. I don't want to, uh, too much, too much overdoes it. You know what I mean? It's just too much. It just overdoes it. Because you're playing the role they want you to play from your childhood, and I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that person. they still stuck in their role. They still are happy in that role. I'm not, you know. And that's the thing. So you have to make sure that you're getting rid of the people that are toxic in your life, people that aren't coming into your life and adding value. I had a guy, I, I told him in 2020, I said, dude, I can't hang around with you anymore. Because it was really one-sided. It was based on his convenience, whether he see me or not. You know, he could only see me this time at that time and only for this amount of time. And if the streetlights came on, he had to go home. And, you know, he came all the way up to my cottage and only spent a couple hours and had to go home because he had a baby mama that was drama. And couldn't be the man in the house wearing the fucking pants. <clears throat> because baby mom would have left him and then he would have been lonely and by himself and he ain't worked on working on himself and I love him dearly, but man, it's time to get worked on, man. Time to look in the mirror and get things fixed. You know? And I'm not saying I'm perfect in any way, shape, or form, but it's like, man, I've looked at my mirror and I've looked in it and I'm continually looking at it, being honest with myself and very conscious of my thoughts and my feelings on a regular basis, which we all have to be. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, he wasn't, uh, there wasn't, uh, you know, it was a one-sided relationship, so I said, see ya. <laughs> my nephew said, you were so mean, man. You texted him that? I said, yeah, I texted him that. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's just it. You know, why, why have people in your life that it's only one-sided? You know, you think that's a, you think that's proper or, or, you know, you, you're always spending the money or they're always there when they, when you, when they want to cry, but when they're happy, they're out with their friends, the other friends, you know what I mean? It's like, what's going on, man? You know, you want to, you, you the, everything about this is everything about choosing the right mate is how much you can love yourself 
and be happy and content with just being you right now before you find that person. It's amazing how I see on Instagram and Facebook all these girls just whining and wanting to find the right guy. And where are all the good guys? There's a shitload of good guys out there. And there's some guys that aren't so good that just need a good woman maybe to work together and make them better because there ain't no woman out there perfect either. You know, the same shit shows going on both on both sexes, you know, both sides of the field. It's a shit show. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't get, we don't ask important questions. You know, we rate on the basics of the basis of, you know, who knows what song and, you know, you can sing that song and, you know, uh, how much we can drink. It, 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 you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we're not really looking at the important, the, the long haul. What's the important thing? You know, what's, what's the important thing? What are, what are some important questions to ask? You know, how do you like to spend money? Do you make money? What do you think of money? How do you feel about money? What was you taught as you growing up about money? <laughs> Your mom always told you that money was the root of all evil. Well, that ain't a good thing. You know, because it's really the lack of money that's the root of all evil. But yeah, people, and then people, you know, they don't ask you important questions. They're in crazy. And they buy the 747 for the peanuts. <laughs> Did you hear that, guys? You buy in the 747 for the fucking peanuts. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, we married. We're insane. We had sex for the first time. Fell in love. It was the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I love her and don't know her anything about her. Let's start with love. What? Let's start real quick. With, let's, I, I should have started with this, and I'm going to end with this, basically, though. It, it, it is... It is what Casanova said love truly is, and it's three-quarters. Well, three-quarters of what love truly is, I should say. Not all of it, but it is a large part of it. It's curiosity. When you were in them first few months, you guys were so curious about each other. That's why he was in love. That's what made it interesting. You were physically attracted, and then you became curious. And then what happens over the years we stop becoming curious and the other person across you stops becoming interesting. <laughs> you know, they work that proverbial job, come home, we get in routines and Bobby's got to go to soccer. Susie's got to go to ballet, you know, grocery shopping, cook family birthdays, family, this family, that little vacation time and back to the job on Monday and so Friday and we don't see each other all day. We have enough grace. Here's one for you folks. You only have enough grace for one day. Every morning you get up or you wake up, you get new grace for that day. That grace is that love you give everybody that's an asshole around you at work. <laughs> you patiently give them that grace. You understand and you nod your head and you're real sweet and you don't say what you want to say and you don't tell them to fuck off. Instead, you just be real nice and you play the politics. The grace. And then you get home at 6 o'clock and you wonder why arguments all happen at home at evening. Most of the evening arguments happen in the evening at home is because when you both get home from work, you got no grace for each other because you just gave it out to everybody at fucking work. And then the one person says something and the other person says something and the night's fueled. <clears throat> Here's something. Here's something to know. An anchor moment is when you first get home from work. Men, when you come home, wives, when you come home and you first meet that significant other that will determine the rest of the evening. Make sure that moment, that acre moment, is a nice one. How are you, beautiful? How was your day? I thought of you all day. I'm glad I'm home. I'm glad it's our time. That will set the mood 
versus coming home and saying, God damn it, what the fuck are we going to have for dinner tonight? Jesus Christ, you didn't pull anything out of the fucking freezer. My God, do I got to do all the fucking thinking in this goddamn family? <laughs> you know, stupid shit like that. So, yeah, love is three quarters of curiosity, and then you marry a guy, then you lose total interest because neither one of you really have any interest to be outside the fact of you're both, you know, Cleveland Brown fans. Whoopy shit. <laughs> a whoopy motherfucking shit. Give me some substance, people. You know, give me a book to read. Let's have a conversation that's deeper than, you know, the political scene on TV or the rhetoric on TV or the, you know, who's doing what in Hollywood on TV. I watch people, a lot of these people are really into that stuff. They know everything about everybody. I was like, hmm, I don't even know that person. <laughs> I don't even know that person. Mm. Yes, yes. So we have to become more, you know, gets out of our, get out of our, uh, you know, understanding the curiosity and, and, and get out of, of, of just the same old, same old routine and, and relationships, the same old steps, you know, like, you know, we meet, we're curious, then we, then we get our lives so busy and then we start having date nights and all the things go along with, you know, failure, failed relationships. I'm not saying date nights aren't good. But every day, you know, every week, uh, you know, she, your date nights are like, that's like the last resort, <laughs> kind of like for a lot of people. <laughs> They've been to council. They just need date nights. They have grown apart. You know what I mean? You you weren't even connected from the beginning. Like I said, you he bought the 7 for 747 for the peanuts, and your peanuts ain't any good no more. <laughs> so that's the way that life goes on. But uh, we definitely have to, you know, kind of think about the fact that uh, maybe fall in love with our eyes closed. And really seeing the substance of what the person is inside, not so much outside. You know, it's um, it takes time too. It takes time to learn to be by yourself and to discover who you are, and to love yourself and to forgive yourself, to be able to take them next steps to do that with someone else. Because if you don't do that, you're taking all that shit into the relationship. Two half people do not make a whole person. And, you know, people come up to me and talk to me about the relationship and how mean that person was or this and that relationship or, you know, hurting people hurt people. <clears throat> Bottom line. So let's understand this relatively new. I just threw some things out there, just food for thought. You do the dishes. Like I said, it's I don't have all the answers. I'm working through it right now. I'm just working on me, have been working on me for years. And uh, since my last relationship, I've really had a committed relationship in any way, shape, or form. And uh, I just date, you know, I date. I'm not saying I don't date. But uh, it, it is hard to open yourself up. But it's still about, you know, and trusting and, and taking that, you know, them first steps today especially. And um, But we have to learn how to trust each other. I think that's the key. And I think we have to learn how to be honest with ourselves first and then with others. And honesty with oneself is really is like, who are you and what do you want your life to look like? And if you're not the kind of person that wants to be married, then don't act like you do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as far as that goes, be you and watch someone just walk alongside you. And that's the way it should be, isn't it? Guru podcast, Greg Hunter, Mark, Toledo, Ohio, dropping it like it's hot on February 15th. The day after the Valentine's Day, check out my work on G Hunter underscore photography. We love you all. Guru's here, man, just spitting some isms. And I hope somebody got something uh, that uh, that will work for him, man. But, man, don't give up on love, man. It's there. It's all there. We're all love. 
That's what we all are. Ciao.